You could get high or you could get low You could stay young or you could grow old Yo, 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 what's good? This is Buck from Buckle Up and Chill. Make sure you are still subscribing and sharing on Apple Pod and SoundCloud, Buckle Up and Chill. You know you got us on Instagram and Twitter, at Buck and Chill. And we got some exciting news for you guys that Sean is about to inform you of. Yes, all you Android listeners. I know there's not many of you guys, but we are finally on Google Play, Google Podcasts. Look us up, Buckle Up and Chill, and catch us on there. Buckle up and chill Cause we need to heal up You gotta pay for kids Hello boys and girls Welcome to another episode Buckle up and chill Hope you enjoy that shit You can't believe it's all like that Championship Saturday, championship picks. Buckle up and chill, let's get going. Yes, the championship weekend is upon us, and we got some good ones. Although Michigan is not in it, Buckley, you want to run through them? Yeah, so we got the Power 5 championship games. Normally, we're getting away from our NFL picks this week just because it's a special weekend. We start off, you got Texas-Oklahoma. Oklahoma looking for, for revenge in the Red River rivalry. So that'll be That's a tongue one. twister. That's a tongue twister and a half there, bud. And then you got you got uh, Northwestern versus Michigan. Oh wait, no, that's Ohio State versus Northwestern. My bad, guys. Start for the Wolverines. And then you got Alabama and Georgia, which is the premier game. Clemson and Pitt, which is the worst game. And then you got Utah and Washington, who are uh, playing on a Friday night. And I'm excited to get into these. Sean has absolutely dominated this by a million miles. So what he, am I up? 18 or 21? No one even knows anymore. Just keep collecting them, bud. And you got the first pick, so give, go for it. Well, you got the advantage. You're definitely uh, the guru of college football. But you got first pick. I'll take first pick, like always of late. Uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma. Like I said on the last podcast where I previewed my pick that they're not going to win or that it's hard to beat a team twice during the season. Revenge is coming. Eight points, not nearly enough. Blowout. They know they have to blow them out in order to make it in over Ohio State. Let's go Oklahoma. Yeah. So, guys, a real quick side note. We are actually playing the spreads. We picked NFL games uh, straight up. But Oklahoma is favored by eight, and that was Sean's first pick. And, honestly, that would have been my first pick, too. I think Oklahoma's going to have an absolute revenge tour, Mr. Chase Winovich. And I don't think this game's going to be close. I think Oklahoma's going to beat them by two-plus scores, and they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. So my second, the second pick overall, I'm going the Buckeyes. Uh, Northwestern's getting 14-and-a-half. Ohio State and Oklahoma are both playing for style points here. Oklahoma is ranked fifth over Ohio State at sixth in the initial playoff rankings. So this is all about style points. 
And I think Ohio State is just going to come out and play an even better game at Michigan. And they're going to hang 60 on Northwestern. And I think I'll definitely get that pick. Now I go to my next one. I struggle with this one, what, what to pick with the three left. But I got to roll with Nick Saban and them Crimson Tide, dog. They're giving Georgia 12 and a half. I can easily see them win by 14. I personally think Georgia is no doubt a top four team in the country. They just play in such a tough conference that it's just they're going to end up having two losses. And I'll take Bama there easy. And, gosh, if I can't win this week, I don't know I'm going to win. How are you, bud? Uh, I would definitely agree with your Alabama pick. Georgia, no chance. I hope they get bounced from uh, the top four. And Oklahoma will slip in. I think they'll be your fourth or third seed, whatever they want to give them. They'll be fourth. Notre Dame's already locked in at three. They can't. All right, so fourth. Either way, but you left me with the two harder ones because the biggest spread, 27 and a half, Clemson is favorited over Pitt. I uh, Pitt is seven and five playing for ACC I have to go. I have to go with Pitt. Nardog, baby, let's go. Taking. He's, he's gonna get it done. Defense. It's going to keep them within 28, please. I mean, <laughs> oh, well, at 28, I would lose. 27 and a half. Let's go. Absolutely. And, and oh, God, now the team I – the game I know nothing about. Uh, I'm going to take Washington over Utah because Jake Browning's the only player I know. And uh, they're about to go on and uh, exciting to watch while we're on air. But go Washington. So Clemson and Pitt – Clemson's obviously completely dominant in a very weak conference. Their toughest game this season was at Texas A&M, no doubt, which was the second, which was the second game of the season. That is tough for me. That's why I refuse to pick it to just pick a team to win by four touchdowns in a championship game. But Pittsburgh is seven and five. They have played Clemson tough, so I wouldn't be surprised. That's a toss up for me. I really have no idea. And then Utah and Washington's also a toss toss up. Man, if Utah could get to a Rose Bowl this year, after they've flown under the radar all season, to be able to play in a Rose Bowl would just be an incredible accomplishment for them. And I'm just real excited for this championship Saturday, and I'm real sad college football's going to be over. I'm being depressed. What a junk Rose Bowl's going to be. This Rose Bowl is like nothing. But I think we should do a quick extra pick. Those will be the five that count. But UCF and uh, Temple, right? Memphis. Memphis. Shit, why did I say Temple? Oh, well. Um, mine is, that's a three-point spread. Like, yep. Temple's a horrible team. I don't know why I said Temple. But Memphis. They're mine. in that conference, though. They're not that bad. They, they battled with UCF. They gave, UCF but, gave up their most points this season. No, Memphis uh, lost by one to UCF earlier. Now, mm-hmm. you said, I think you said earlier that UCF's quarterback's out. Mackenzie Mellon's out for the season. Gruesome knee injury. That just sucks. He's really exciting to watch. I hope it's, UCF goes down. That's my pick. It's hard. It, so you're going to... Well, I mean, that's just bold pay. Who, do, yeah. who would you want to pick out of him? I'll take. I'm never going to pick against UCF. Twenty four straight games in a row. So you can take Memphis. I'll take uh, UCF with my backup quarterback. I know you're a big fan of them. I don't know why. Twenty four games in a row. Just about four or five hours ago, crazy story releases from TMZ. And Kareem Hunt, I think he's suspended for the rest of the season. I think I read he's suspended indefinitely by the NFL. What makes me sick is the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs knew about this in training camp. And there were no charges filed, nothing. So nothing like went through the courts or legal system. And they said, and the owner came out and said, he's fine. He's going he's gonna to stay with us. We're worried about the PR backlash. And it's just like the Ray Rice situation. 
They suspended for two games. A video somehow surfaces, and now it's like, oh my god, the whole world goes up in smoke. Just because a video and that visual, and that changes everything. The it doesn't make the incident not happen though. It's just when people visually see it, see it, it changes everything. Well, it happened in February, so I mean, this video could have very possibly been out and just been hidden, or Cleveland police did a horrible job at covering it up. I think. Kareem Hunt is done for. What an idiot. You got everything. But why wouldn't the NFL just have suspended him? They knew about this. Suspend him the first six games of the season and say, we're not dealing with this. Oh, yeah. Zeke got six games. He deserves more. And the same thing. Zeke had no charges filed, but they still, the NFL did their private investigation. It makes no sense. The NFL has a complete history with mishandling, misconduct situations, specifically domestic violence. And it really has gotten completely out of hand. These millionaires, in most cases billionaires, are these guys not smart enough to handle 23-year-old idiots who are drunk and are making stupid decisions? It just, it's beyond me, and it's beyond me and Kareem Hunt's situation. You haven't made a ton of money. You are a third-round pick. You haven't made your big-ass contract yet. Are you really going to risk that right now? You are a young star in the NFL right now. If she was stealing from you or she wouldn't get with one of your players in your entourage, I get all that. There's so many other girls, though. You can get so many other girls. Just make it has nothing to do about him getting girls. He's got a girlfriend. His girlfriend was there trying to fight this girl. It was his friend. Like, he brought these girls home for his entourage. So, like, and by the way, his girlfriend's pretty ugly. But that's completely beyond the point. It's just, like, you got all that money. He's got to be thinking the whole time. He's, there's three separate occasions he attacked this girl. And he didn't think for once that he was on camera. And I saw the video. There was, at one point, yeah, there was one point where this girl's recording it on her phone. And one of his buddies just goes Snatches and rips the it. phone out of her hand. It's like, and then I see his interview after. It was like, I don't know, 11 second clip. And he's just trying to find a fall guy. They're like saying, oh, he was asleep. And he's acting like he's asleep. Like, oh man, you're bothering me. I need to go find my ID. He's done. And he has been put on the commissioner's exempt list now. Not allowed to attend practices, not allowed to even be in the stadium for games. And it's it's sad because they knew about this before, and now the video just made public today. Once again, the NFL looks bad. Fucks up. And you know what's crazy? You don't hear about this. In, you don't hear about this in hockey, basketball, baseball, the other three majors. You don't. Maybe once in a great while. You hear about this multiple players a season, and guess what? They don't get disciplined because they're really good. And it's because it's the richest sport. God, and it, it makes me sick, and... They take advantage of a lot of things, and I just, God, you have so much in front of you, especially a young player like that playing for your livelihood, your children, your family. You've worked your whole life for this, and just to get in a fight in a hotel where you know there's a zillion security cameras is just beyond me. It pisses me off. God, so many people would be kill people. They would murder people to be in your position. Oh, yeah, fight crime with crime there, Buck. (laughs) But it's true. (laughs) It's, God, these stupid decisions from them just, oh, they they drive me nuts. I just don't get how you can be that stupid. It's a devastating ordeal. But the the sickness behind all this is he's so talented. He will always get a contract. Absolutely. He will always find a job. And that's a sick part. And that's when the NFL has to step up. That's a sick part of the NFL, too. If you're talented, they don't care. Yeah, the difference is between this and Ray Rice is that Ray Rice was pretty much done with his career, and that's why he never got a second chance. J.J. Hardy got a second chance. Kareem Hunt will get a second chance as well. But I think he'll definitely get punished. The NFL is going to go hard on him. 
But he will have a second chance. Hey, by the way, sorry if you had Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt as a fantasy owner, whoever you are. No one specific here. But that must be really tough to deal with. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, that, if you somehow were lucky enough to have them both on your team, man, you must have been really doing well. And man, it just goes straight down the drain. That That's difficult to deal with, but... Hey, well, I mean, while we're on NFL, let's just touch on the Lions. They're playing a really good team. The Rams, you're going to the game. Most likely. Not not confirmed, but yeah. I, I'm not going to watch the Lions, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, you're going to go see Goff, Gurley, Cooks, Donald Wood, Sue, back. Aaron Donald's going to be a beast. Oh, it's going to be. And uh, the Rams will win 38 to, I don't know, how many, how many points can the Lions muster? Maybe like 13. Maybe. I think they're going to, for some reason, I think they're going to keep it close because that's just what they've been doing against good teams. Yeah, I hope it is a close game. But yeah. it will be cool to see the, the young guns of the Rams, see, make, see the offense really from a different perspective because it's hard to see routes and stuff develop on TV. Right, but really they don't deserve much of our time. So let's Not get on all. with more important shit. This is Buckle Up and Chill. Breaking news. And we got fucking breaking news. Cream Hunt is released and Buckley's taking a piss. Wait, what are the bets that uh, someone else picks them up? Any chances? No chance. No chance. Oh, my God. Kareem Hunt! You just ruined your career! You're a star! You're not even rich yet, bitch! Oh, my God. You're not even rich yet. Oh! I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I... I don't know what to say. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Breaking news, guys. I'm coming at you live right here. I did never thought in a million years that they would suspend him. Never in a million years would and I... And then they release him. Oh, that's not it. No. We'll, we'll get more. We'll get more. Hopefully we'll I'm get trying some... trying to get more on it right now. Breaking you know. news. Oh, I'm looking at my phone right now. Chiefs released running back. Wow. Big news. Oh, my it's God. This is such a big impact on the NFL. And Chiefs the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs aren't going to the Super Bowl without Kareem Hunt. Got a little sidetracked with the NFL. Let's get back to college, but not football. There's been some pretty crazy local uh, college basketball going on. Michigan winning big games. uh, By a lot. By a lot. 17 points over North Carolina, and that's the least that they've won by. That's crazy. It's insane. Then going to Villanova, beating them by 27 smothering teams. It's it's fun to watch. A defense, I love defense. Wait, who's the best coach in Ann Arbor? Oh, Beeline for sure. Ooh, yeah, by a mile. He's the only one putting trophies in the trophy case. Uh, yeah. And Beeline's, or Harbaugh's putting 31-13 W's against Minnesota in the books. Big fucking deal. It's the opposites, because you got the big basketball coach over at State losing games. But he won by double digits tonight. I'll give him that. But he just lost to Louisville. Yeah, on the road. Still a tough game. Honestly, I just have so much respect for Be- I just have so much respect for Beeline in that program right now. I mean to just be in the they're he they are in the complete shadow of that stupid guy named Jim Harbay and that football <laughs> program who doesn't win anything. God, they give seven or eight automatic wins every single year. And you know what Michigan does? They just get the business done. They just they don't talk about it. They don't they don't need any media attention. They don't need they don't need anything from anyone. They just need the fans show up, support them, they need to play basketball. And it's not only how 
offensively, defensively. It's just how cohesive they play together, too. It's really impressive to watch, and Michigan State is not even on their level basketball-wise at all. I'm not in a good place in Michigan State. Coaching-wise, Michigan State's still got really good talent, but I think... Not as much this year. No, no, not nearly, but the way Michigan played, it had Roy Williams up in flames. That was his comments after you hear all that. You would have thought he coached for Michigan. I really like that team. I really like that team. Right, and he's just like, I've never felt so shitty as a coach. Roy Williams is just a run and gun, run up and down, run up and down. Michigan was able to play their game the entire time. Roy Williams had absolutely no chance to stop them. Nasir Little, who's going to be a top 10 pick, was basically non-existent in the game. I was so excited to see him play. Uh, my boy Iggy, Brazikas. 25 points. Absolute monster. Both hands at the rim. Handles the ball well. Hits Shoots his threes. threes. That's an NBA player. That's a one-and-done, guys. Sorry. Enjoy him while you got him. That's a one-and-done. Got to do something with him. And another great job by Beeline just to identify another semi. He was a a semi-high recruit, but another guy, not a top-ten guy, and turning him into a star, getting Matthews from Kentucky. You had Wagner. You lose Wagner. You lose Rockman. You lose Duncan Robinson. And to come back with almost even a better team, it's extremely impressive. And all the respect in the world to Beeline – and he is the better basketball coach in the state. It is, now. and and unlike Harbaugh, he makes adjustments. We were down ten points in that game. They were they were very fast to start that game off, and and then just out of nowhere, we go on a nice run. Rizika scores like eleven points in that run, or something, ten or eleven, and it was to see was him just battle watch. back and then take over the game and just annihilate them. It was. They're, I have, they're the best basketball team in the state right now. Oh no doubt. I have watched. All the big teams, at least a couple times. I don't see them being. I haven't seen. I've seen. I would take Duke. I would take Gonzaga. And then after that, I struggle. Would I take Kentucky? No. I struggle to find a team that I would take over Michigan. Could it be another magical Final Four national championship run? I hope Absolutely. so. Michigan's, Michigan and Michigan State are the two best teams in the Big Ten, but Michigan, thus far, is definitely the best team in oh, the Big Ten. And the way they're shutting them down, North Carolina was averaging 96 points. When That's they all they do is score! Yeah, and they, well, they scored 67, 60s, I know that. Oh. <coughs> and Michigan sucked the life out of them. Oh, sucked the you can tell they're mad. And I love Matthews, the way he talks shit, gets in the he face. He doesn't take no shit. Charles oh, Matthews. hell no, he doesn't. Puts down the, the and one... Uh, the miss re- or the miss nice layup by Xavier. Huh? Oh man, nice thank you. Transfer. Thank you. Thank you, Kentucky. Thank and thanks you. for not going to the NBA last year because you probably wouldn't have been shit in the draft anyways. No, he wouldn't have because he can't shoot free throws. He's shooting fifty seven percent from the line, dude. The whole team sucks at free throws. God, they're not good. And good. Xavier no. Simpson, your point guard, shooting in the fifties. Man, I, that. When you get down to the nitty-gritty games, that stuff is going to matter. Those guys are going to be hitting, shooting key free throws throughout this season. And, I mean, you've had the whole offseason to work on between last year and this year, and I don't see much of an improvement thus far. It's been the one downside, the real big downside. That's basically the only downside. That's it. And uh, free throws, another bad one. Ward on MSU, even though they won by double digits. But, man, he was awful from the He's stripe as well. Too. I don't like him very much. The thing that worries me about Michigan State this year, they just don't have any high-end talent. They have a collection of guys who are good players, but no one's really great, and no one's great at more than two things. 
And yes, and I've said on multiple previous podcasts, <clears throat> Izzo does do better than these teams, and I think he does. But I can't see a real run with any without any high-end talent. Sure, th- they'll probably do really well in the Big Ten, probably finish first or second. But they're not beating Michigan. They're not beating any of these top teams. At least if you're a Michigan fan, you can look at it and say, well, we have a real chance to beat anyone in the country. That's absolutely true. Yeah, but I- it's a rivalry game. I wouldn't put it I know. Well, I'm not saying... They play twice as well this year. Thank God. Thank God. I hate how they don't play twice every year. But you look at it, and I'm not even looking at the rivalry games. You're right. Anything can happen. When I look national championship, because that's what I look at every year for my football and basketball team, I look at Michigan, you have a real chance to actually win a national championship. Like You actually have a chance to beat anyone in the country. I just don't see that with Michigan State. I'll watch every game. I'll root for them like hell, but... I'm not happy with where both my programs are right now, especially the football team. Don't even get me started. Yeah, well, somehow my team is ranked uh, top seven in both, although I think that's way overrated in football. Just uh, a few, not enough. That break was brought to you by Evan and his car. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Evan and his car. I'm Evan and his car, and I'm always down to buckle up and chill. Welcome back to the Buckle Up and Chill show. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Buck and Chill or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and now officially Google Play. Yes! Google Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, and also Buckle Up and Chill. Finally on it. Man, what else do we have in store? Well, we have oh. Oh, yeah. I for, I'll, I, if you forgot, I can let you know real quick because it's about uh, another... 10-win season that results in no trophies. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's like that Jim Harbay guy over in Ann Arbor. Yeah, he didn't get it done again. I don't know if you recall, but if you have any feelings on it, please feel free to share. Well, it's better than four, but it's a failure. It's absolute failure. I want to play off. Like I, I mentioned it before in a previous oh, episode. On. Let's start with baby steps. You need to get to Indy before you want to start talking about playoffs. Take your baby steps here, bud. No, this... You guys need to be spooned. But here's the thing. You're an idiot. Northwestern is on the other side of the Big Ten Championship. That's an automatic W. Fuck you. How am I an idiot? I don't make the conferences east and west. That's no, it's I call not. the Big Ten Commissioner But idiot. if you win and you make it to the Big Ten Championship, you're going to win the Big Ten Championship and you're going to make it to the playoff, right? What, what was our route? Our route was win out and you're in the playoff. Get to Indy first. Just get there. Beat Ohio State first. And Evan in his car couldn't even freaking... He had to ruin his whole plans. He was about ready to buy his Indy ticket, and then he let him down again. No, we were... Can I chime in? Yeah. To be fair, Michigan's schedule was really hard. No, it wasn't! And they didn't have the best weather for all games, so that's all I'm going to say. That Ohio State game, it was gloomy. (laughs) Was that Flossy Sports or Evan in his car? No, that's your season. It was a column take for the last seven years. Follow follow Flossy Sports. Ohio State wasn't fair. They should have played it under a dome. <laughs> they no, should have played it inside. It's it's just it's another year. It's it another, doesn't matter. But like I said, like if better luck next year. It was a playoff berth if you beat Ohio State. Yeah, I don't it, care what you say. Was. We were gonna beat Northwestern, and at that time, it didn't matter how bad we beat Northwestern. We were in, yeah. being that we were eleven and or we would have been twelve and one, and our loss was to Notre Dame, Oklahoma now and. Ohio State, both now have to blow out their opponents. They have to both now look better than each other to make it. Michigan was in no matter what, and they blew it. They blew it, and just another year of Harbaugh can't win big games. 
I mean, you want to count the Wisconsin game, the Penn State, the Michigan State game, down 10 starters. I mean, hey, you can have all that, and that's fine and dandy. And if you want to count them as big games, you want to enjoy your 10-2 record, that's fine. But Jim Harbaugh is not paid $9 million a year to win those games. He has paid $9 million a year to win Big Ten championships and eventually, gosh, maybe not a national championship. I wouldn't go that far. At least the Big Ten at least gives you a chance getting the dance in those top four. And he has disappointed again. And all you can say again is, well, year five. Guys, he's four years in. And the players he recruited are freshmen. That's why I'm mad. Are now seniors. Because, like, this year, a Big Ten champion, like, just winning the Big Ten East was pretty much a playoff berth because of how weak the West was. Nor- <laughs> Northwestern was the winner of the West. And it's, we would have blown them out in Indy. Absolutely, and I think Ohio State will do the same. No, I picked them. <laughs> well, you so, picked them. I still think they're. Well, you picked them just cause. Just because. Well, no, I didn't actually pick them. You picked Ohio State. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're still a dumbass, regardless. Guys, just start bowing down and look to the hardwood if you want real. If you want trophies and you want real results without all the hoopla, look to the damn hardwood. Get your head out of Harbaugh's ass. Okay, it's about damn time. It's been four damn years. He hasn't done shit for y'all. Okay? Keep throwing your $9 million at him, Michigan, all your damn resources. Four assistant coaches over a million dollars. For what? For some cool media headlines and no trophies. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because guess what? You'll get let down again next year. Urban Meyer, Uncle Urban, as Sean likes to say, is pinning that tail on the donkey. And that donkey is Harbaugh right in between his cheeks. Yeah, Harbaugh equivalent to Izzo. I support Urban Meyer. In all fairness, to Izzo, Harbaugh is just a straight failure. At least Izzo succeeded at a point in time. So, I mean, I kind of – that was a little overboard of a statement. I can't well, Harbaugh lie. Harbaugh did play for a Super Bowl. He Can't did, but that. that's that's not what the team that he's playing for. It's been four years. I mean, Izzo, Izzo succeeded with, with stay. He's a Hall of Fame coach. That's you can't true. take that away from him. That's why I don't like comparing them. Just because Izzo's been coaching 20-some years compared to someone who's it's been It's more there. of a recency bias, yeah. I guess. I know? agree, though. Recency bias, they are very If you were comparable. to compare the last four years. Absolutely. Completely comparable. 100%. Yeah, so, I mean, Tons I guess it's talent, not that unfair. Done. Underachieved. God, just think about it. You can compare easy. You have two top 12 picks last year, and you got knocked out at home in round of 32 against a bad Syracuse And those team. players are, well, like, especially Miles Bridges, I feel like, is playing way better than he ever played with State. He is. Dude, Jaron Jackson has been the number two rookie this year. Great job. Oh, Besides paid, Luka Doncic, who is phenomenal. I haven't phenomenal. paid one second. They have, both, they have both been great. Seriously, they are both impact key players for their teams right off the bat, the first 20 games. And guess what? We sat Jaron Jackson the entire second half for hey, Ben Carter. We're boring people. Uh, God, it's just boring me. people. We gotta get back championship weekend. We have we have we got way sidetracked. Right. College basketball is fun, but you're right. We did. All right, hit me on uh, what you think? We'll go. You want to hit a big uh, Red River rivalry real quick? I mean, we did. I mean, I already said I think Oklahoma's gonna smash Texas on the revenge. There just won't be. I mean, it's still the one of the biggest rivalries in college football. There is no doubt about it. It's just this is a different feel, you know. It's not home or away. It's a neutral site. And I just think Oklahoma is just the better team. I mean, Texas had their moment in the sun this year, and good for them. But I think Oklahoma absolutely smacks them by two-plus scores. 
And I see Oklahoma getting in the playoff. And and to go with Oklahoma, Oklahoma, I think they need to they need to make a statement because they need to outdo Ohio State over Northwestern. And even though I have Northwestern in the picks, I think Ohio State's gonna come out with a bunch of momentum and just ton of momentum. Oh yeah, and just ton. blow out Northwestern. I think I've got a loss in that pick for sure. But I mean, they've they've got to try to outdo Oklahoma, you know, vice know. versa. It's crazy, isn't it? Funny how it like is in the cool. NFL, it's just like week by week. You know, W doesn't matter how you get it, and that's all that matters. But in college football, it's like how did, how how convincing was that win? Yeah, the style points matter I, in so, college. I know. So Ohio State could be up thirty eight fourteen. Let's say ten minutes left in the fourth. You're not you're not bringing in some of the backups. No, you gotta run that motherfucker up. So Especially you can keep in this watching. Type of big game. Both Oklahoma and Ohio State. No, that's the funny thing. I think they're both going to win. You want to know who's going to get in? Who looks better doing it? But remember, Oklahoma is playing a tougher opponent. Texas is definitely a better team than Northwestern. Okay. I mean, that's not to be disputed. So, Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't have a championship game. Cut they're out. locked at number okay, three. Okay, yeah. So, cut out the championship game. This is all hypothetical. Cut out the championship games all together. Who's your top four? Cut out all the championship games right now. Yep, you have no exactly chance. Who are you putting in? Are you putting in Oklahoma? Are you putting in Ohio State? Who is in now? I mean, screw the committee. But you can't championship game. Georgia's in right now at number four. Oh shit! Exactly how it is right now is I think the best four teams. Really, so Alabama, Clemson, uh, Notre Dame, Georgia. Those are the four best teams in my opinion. And then I think uh, Oklahoma I, five and Ohio State six. I completely agree with how they have it planned out. But unfortunately, Georgia's going to get screwed. And Georgia has the way their freaking prize is, oh, you get to play Alabama SEC Championship. They beat them last year. Alabama still got in one. But that's Georgia's not going to get in with two losses. So it's going to be Oklahoma or Ohio State. Unless Georgia pulls off the incredible, and then that just throws everything into a loop. That's why college football is so fun. Gosh, it's oh, incredible. Yeah. I, I knew that Georgia was in there, but if you took them out of it, who do you think right now would be in as if – Minus this next game coming up, who do you think's got the better chance, Oklahoma or Ohio State? I think Oklahoma, for the sheer fact that the committee has already said they're both eleven and one, they both have quality wins, both of them, and they put Oklahoma at five and they put Ohio at six. You want to know why? Oklahoma has more style points. Let's face it, Ohio State should have lost to Maryland. You mean the committee they doesn't think about that? Never ever lost to Purdue. I know, and that just and they got they got their asses kicked. No one will They're ever lost. forget that. And then in a, in a heated rivalry game, uh, Texas won on last second field goal. That is the difference. So yeah, if and if Oklahoma barely wins, Ohio State blows on Northwestern. They might jump them, but I think it's gonna be almost near impossible if they both win for Ohio State to jump Oklahoma. Out of the two games, which one are you more excited for? Oh, my God. Well, we're watching Utah and Washington right now. It's 3-0 halftime. Yeah, that one's really and kind of boring you, right now. That's it, a dun, 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 dun. Uh, stinker. Uh, Clemson-Pitt, a 27.5-point spread. Not very interesting either. What makes me sick, I don't even want to talk about that game. I want to talk about how fucked up these divisions are in college football. Pitt is 7-5. and 7-5. and five, And they are playing for an uh, ACC championship. That makes me so fucking pissed off. Do you, do you want to see 
I want to see because I think it's bullshit. I hate seeing how the overall record is different from the conference record. There's got to be some type of balance there. Why you can't compare? I know because it's against each other. The schedules are weaker. The schedules are stronger there. Hey, it's a thing that needs to get worked out. Yeah, it is. There's got to be some type of balance. You've got to be able to judge it. it. You got... Northwestern who can't fucking win a, co- a non-conference game for the life of them, but then they're in the conference championship. Lost to Akron. <laughs> yeah. You lost exactly. to Akron, you're playing for a Big Ten title. There's How funny is that? got to be some type of balance. And th- that's why I think the college football like governing uh, body needs to step in and start having some enforcement on the non-conference scheduling. Sure, you can have one cupcake one mediocre Power 5, then one really good Power 5, if you're a good team. Why can't we just, like, make the schedule even? In the NHL, you have every team plays each team. Well, you can't compare professional college, though, here. You can't go that route. That, you that's can, regulated. I know, well, all it's, it's all based of money, we know. But you can still schedule, like, similar teams. Remember, college you can, you can't schedule the same. Teams. They schedule they can, their own non-conference well, teams. Someone's got to take over. they got to... But they got to schedule point, the same teams, though. they got to make it more balanced. I know. So to your point. So the, so the non-conference games matter. It's non-conference games is pretty much a preseason. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah I kind of. It is. Big, big it didn't matter. Stuff. It absolutely they didn't. Some I mean, before the play, for the playoff recognition, some it does. Matter. But for the Big Ten trophy, yeah, it didn't. It or for any no, other conference championship, it doesn't matter. So you can make the connection between what you said about the NHL. So the NHL is a governing body, right? You said you're playing you're playing this, you're playing this. And that's every was, schedule's even. That's what I was saying about the NCAA football. You need the NCAA to step in and say, look, you're, you're good Power 5 teams. You can play one good Power 5 team, one mediocre Power 5 team, and then you can get one cupcake. I think every team's entitled to one cupcake, like a Michigan State versus Central Michigan. You should be entitled to that. But give the little guy some money. But remember why they do it. It's because all these small colleges, they need that cash. Like when the Citadel goes to Alabama, that's a huge payoff for them. Yeah, they get butt-raped in a jail cell, but they get a ton of money from it. No, I just think we got to start playing some of the same teams out of conference. We, we've got to. There's Because we're always going to be comparing the out-of-conference games, which one was stronger, which one was weaker. Let's just start playing the same ones and just have it all matter. The whole schedule matter. I'm sick of having these... Seven and four, uh, seven and five teams, and eight and four teams making it to the conference championship game. It's it's not fair. We could debate this till Christmas. Literally, it's such a hot topic. I don't see it changing anytime soon. But it's it's a good conversation. I love having it. Truthfully, another journey that you have finished. I'm proud of you. You've made it through episode nine of Buckle Up and Chill. Hit us on Instagram and Twitter at Buck and Chill. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, buckle up and chill, and we got some exciting news for y'all. Hey, yeah, don't forget, we are now officially on Google Podcast. You can get it, search us at Buckle Up and Chill for all you Android listeners.